Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is um, Michael Adams. It's Old Religion Dystopia, Knowing Versus Belief. And um, we have uh, a new guest to the show. And uh, once again, we're going to be talking about um, Bigfoot. (laughs) But this time in the UK. Uh, His name is Richard McGreevy. And uh, you're you're a relatively young man, aren't you? Yeah, 23. Yeah, so you're... I mean, I'm almost 50, and I'm I'm just now having some of these experiences. I mean, I had to be honest with you, nine months ago, I didn't believe in any of this stuff. But as uh, I started really doing my uh, uh, my homework and uh, investigation, I, I wouldn't consider myself a researcher, but 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 maybe I guess it's some element, but more of just a investigation of the whole thing. My whole my whole motive was to prove that Bigfoot was uh, just a uh, government ploy, another one of the many lies that they throw at us to con- confuse the masses and divide us and all that. And uh, <clears throat> it's turning out, I'll be damned, that it's all real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In yeah. fact, it's, it's more real than they even tried to present with the, you know, like that Patterson film. And, you know, as it kind of give you this, I, I think that that was literally put out um, by the, the uh, certain government agencies to um, muddy the water um, and to uh, convince people that that there were, you know, some kind of primate and it was back in the past, and uh, and then get most people basically to think, oh, it's just fake, it's just a guy in a costume, but yeah. Uh, when I'm discovering these things are everywhere. Yeah. Also, I mean, when I, you look when you look into the actual detail of that of that footage, it's phenomenal. Just the subtle, like you know, amount of detail that's gone into the first, that footage. It just doesn't seem like it'd be a hoax to me. No, you know, M- 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 K Davis and myself, we have been doing a series. Uh, we've we've done like over 20 shows together. That's even close to 23 now. Anyway, so you know he's the one that gets most of the credit for really kind of correcting a lot of what what we have as far as that footage, and it's clear that it's 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 a it's a creature and it's a, a living being, or it was, um, and it turns out there was actually more than just one at the time. So that's a fascinating story in itself. So, yeah. and I know that. Uh, a lot of people challenge what MK has to say, and that's okay because in the end of the day, none of us know the true story. We think we do. Yeah. What happened that day? Think of also think of Funker did another did analysis on it, right? And he pointed out the ratio proportions just don't add up. They just you couldn't you it's 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 literally impractical to put someone in a suit. You can't do it. 
Oh, just imagine having to the, the, uh, the amount of uh, uh, not only the suit itself, but then you got to think about the face and everything, and all the makeup and all the, yep. whatever else they had back then. And it would just have been a, a nightmare to be the, the the bozo in the suit. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But anyway, also they went into the weird detail, giving it breasts as well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they could have just not only yeah. that, but MK even discovered it uh, that it has it had hemorrhoids too. So bending <laughs> 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 over, you know, it's, it's a big old hemorrhoid. So um, it's, it, yeah, there. Yeah, he, he studied there that were... video way too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good that he did because you know what yeah. he it is the benchmark, and he. Um, if you if one does follow MK's work on this on the Patterson film, one can only come to a conclusion after really honestly, with an open mind and say, you know what, I'm just going to listen to what this guy has to say and see what he shows. Mm-hmm. And if you can't you can't you, you can't come away with saying to this guy in a suit, you just can't. No, no you can't. So, so Richard, you're living in uh, in the, the UK, the UK. So, um. Now, I lived in the UK myself for three and a half years. It's been a lot of time. So, but Newton—that's like that's southern. New, it's sort of west of the in the UK. A lot of your uh, a lot of British listeners would probably call me a disgrace for that. But <laughs> oh, because <laughs> um, my geography isn't that great. But I know we're in this. Luton's in the centre of England. It's sort of hard. <laughs> Yeah. So what what other what other towns is it close to? Uh, it's. I'm trying to think of one that people a reference that people might. Uh, well, it's not far off from London. Right. So, yeah. So it's like northwest of London, then is that where it kind of be? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Newton. How do you spell Newton? Luton. Luton. L. L U T O N. Gosh, I know that. I think I've been there. Oh. L U T O N. Luton, you got an airport there, do you? Yeah, Luton Airport. Yeah. It's, is there like a major university around there? Yeah, there's one, I think. London Luton Airport. So, okay, cool. So you're really kind of close to uh, quite a bit of development, actually, um, for England. I mean, um, yeah, cool stuff. So, well, I'm really happy that you agreed to do this. And, uh, yeah, privilege uh, to be here. Richard, uh, you know, I guess the first thing to do is to, to ask the, the simple question. Uh, I guess you don't have to go into great detail about uh, who you are, um, but uh, of course people would want to know why a 23-year-old young man in England would be interested in Bigfoot. So could you share with us, you know, what happened and why you are involved in, it, in the Bigfoot? Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it began when I was about, I'd say four. My brother used to get these 
he was a subscriber to this uh, magazine company. I can't remember the name of the the uh, magazine, but they were in one of the it was all about the paranormal and the unknown in the whole Area Fifty One because in like the nineties, like the whole like alien conspiracy was insane. It was everywhere, uh-huh. and uh, and he there was an article on Bigfoot, the topic, and it was the shot from the Patterson footage. And from there on, it just clicked. I don't know, it just clicked from there on. And uh, then... Oh my gosh, this is such a bizarre thing, dude. Yeah. I'm, as I'm looking at the map, because I lived in my kitchen, mm-hmm. and... Um, Hitch, yeah, Hitchin, that's, yeah. Yeah, well, but there's, so like Luton and then a like kitchen, and then like north of Luton, you have like other like forest region. Actually, yeah. where you're at, there's quite a bit of forest forest regions. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I know this area. I spent a lot of time. This is the area that I was telling you about. That one day, me, me and one of my friends, we just stopped, pulled over, and went in one of these this woods, this forest, and we saw roe deer and and pheasants and uh, mm-hmm. turkeys and I mean it was every there's every and it, it, we just walked into it and within like 20 feet you're starting to see animals and it's yeah. really cool the moss and all that so um, yeah this this is a really cool part of the country and it's how the hell are you and I having a conversation today that's amazing I, yeah. I think it's, it's just some synchronicity here myself there's some way yeah so, uh, I gotta shut and let you go so keep going on miss <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> So, from that article, I it that's the first. Well, that's the first. Um, you know, that's the first. That's how I came to, to knowledge of the Bigfoot phenomenon. And then it's then flash forward to about when I was about say sixteen or fifteen. There was a video on Bigfoot, the person footage, and they were talking. There was some people. They were talking about. You know, is the is the suit? Is it a fake suit? And there was an interesting. Oh, what was his name? Uh, oh, Hubert Krantz, is that his name? Doctor Hubert no, Krantz. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I, I I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm a, wallflower. You know, I have. Because of my investigation, I've developed great friendships with some of the some of the names. In the Bigfoot world today, but I haven't really done enough of the, uh, the study on all the old names and the old folks. So I'm sorry. I don't know who was involved in all that kind of stuff. But, but Cranton, I, I can't think of who, who he was. What, what, what was? Is he an anthropologist or something? Yeah, like he, was that? An, he was an anthropologist. Well, that's a big red flag. <laughs> yeah, but he brought up an interesting because he brought up an interesting fact about the footage. Uh huh. And he said, when the creature turns, it doesn't turn its neck; it turns the whole body, like an ape, like a primate would. It's, which was interesting because, you know, some people say, oh well, if a person was in a suit, they'd have to turn the entire body anyway. Well, that means they'd have to turn their entire waist. It just turns like the hip and the head. Because if that's right. just a, if it's just all one suit, you'd have to like literally turn your whole whole body. You couldn't just get that natural flow of motion in the in the turn. It right. seemed way too organic. Ah, the documentary I watched, it was called Ancient Mysteries, with host voiced by um, Leonard Neroy. That was it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, where it, that's where it really, you know, the whole subject just expanded. Now, that's interesting, because that's, like, very old, and 
probably older than you. And uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so did you see it on YouTube? Or yeah, you... sure. yeah, came across it on YouTube. And then, by the way, yeah. I, I want to say something. I'm, I'm sorry. Could you just bring them back past memories? I lived in Luton. But really? Yeah. In fact, I lived in Luton at the back. This is back in the late 1980s when there was a hurricane that hit uh, uh, England. And Luton is like uh, there's there's like a couple hills, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and it kind of it kind of leads to the downtown area, mm-hmm. market yep. area. And then um, I remember the. The wind was so strong, and I can't remember what are the name of those those wax coats that you guys have to keep the rain off. Called a wax um, coat. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't remember never, what it is. I've never used one, so. <laughs> okay, maybe they're not popular anymore, but they were really popular. No. <laughs> and uh, so I, we just had our coats open, and literally we didn't pedal once, and they, they, the wind was so strong it pushed us up the hill, that big hill in Luton, all mm. the way up. It was great, so. All right, now back to what you were saying. I'm sorry. I, I just I uh, find this bizarre for me that of all people, I ended up talking to a 23 year old kid from, or young man, I should say, not a kid. Yeah. I should say that, but from a, <laughs> uh, um, from a Luton, and I and I lived there. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And there's Bigfoot in, in, <laughs> in England. <laughs> Good, wow. Anyways. So you were talking about the movie. You were talking about this anthropologist and what he had said anatomically. It couldn't yeah. not be a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that was my theory. I said anatomically it can't be a suit. He just brought up the whole fact of it turning, you know, that uh, how apes would turn or gorillas or, you know, prim- big primates would that usually look up or turn their entire body because their chin, their chin's so, no, their chin's so elongated, it's impossible for them to turn the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting point. Interesting point. So, um, so the, so that got you kind of going to, mm-hmm. to to learn. So, what did you do then? You start reading more books about it. What, uh, no, I just videos? started. Up, I just started looking up more. Yeah, well, more videos. I started looking at different researchers, and I felt like well, a lot of them were good, but they didn't seem to really get anywhere. For a long time, yeah, so it, kind of, it sort of left me with the sort of question, you know, does it, you know, does it really exist? You know, you yeah, know, yeah. what's going? Maybe is there more to the question? Maybe there's more to the story to this, and we there's more, there's a different, there's a more context, you know. And what was was it? Uh, it was Mike Pat. Then Mike Patterson came along. His and then he's his. I say his knowledge and his understanding about them being in a dimensional shape, you know, transporting, able to shift in atoms into different into different parts of an area, that was fascinating to me. And I'm like, well, that might make more, that makes more sense because there is, there is evidence out there, but it's just, it's never really been, you know, no one's ever really been able to be able to like decode it or, you know, synchronize it out in some way. Right, right. It's, and it's sort of frustrating for a lot of, for me at the time, <laughs> you know. Well, um, I understand. I understand. I mean, it took like me, I mean, intensive research. When I, when I decide to investigate in something, um, I'll kind of get tunnel vision. So, although I don't know a lot of the old, I'm not. I didn't spend as much time on the personalities, as much about you know, um, is the creature real? And then you know what I mean, yeah. as which is you're going at. And so, or, and, 
And so I you start. What, what 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 helped you to start to think that they might be real? Because let's face it, that what you'd see on television and the first layer of their gatekeeping, uh, you, it's it's you're just like, well, maybe, maybe not. It's pretty much they're entertaining you, but not really teaching yeah. you anything. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. So. Uh, again, it had to be Mike Patterson. His, you know, his videos really helped solidify that reality to me. If these are beings that can dimensionally travel, and I'm, you know, not always, not this. We're not dealing with like a, you know, dumb ape. We're we're dealing with something that's quite highly cred- credible, right? You know, incredible intelligent. And well, well, how, what, now, was there? Um... What was the first thing that that he presented to you that got you to to even look a little deeper? What he had to say was it the vocalizations, the talking? It was the vocalization. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, what was the video called? Uh, Mind blowing, isn't it? Mind blowing. It some, if, yeah, a lot. A lot of people. In fact, the first time I heard it too, it's oh, anybody could do that. Is it some yeah, guy pretending? And then pe- people have tried to re- replicate that voice, and they can't do it. Right. No one, can, no one can replicate Nefertiti's voice. It's so right. bizarre. I haven't heard anybody yet do it. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people brag that they can do it, but I haven't heard anybody actually do it. So yeah, you know, <laughs> kind of leaves you in a, is it real or not? Because it's you know we're talking about a Sasquatch that's that's you know that's basically communicating with them. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, blew my so mind. So tell me more. Tell us more about that. Uh, it was, I think it was the video with the marbles. Because he said he was getting marbles in his lap, in his car, and all these different places. Which, you know, it, he didn't see... He was right next to... I think he was him and the owner was right next to the car, and he got a marble inside. A marble was placed inside there. And he didn't know how it got in there. Well, it, it's, it's, well it's, it's fascinating, too. I mean, yeah. cause I, so many times I've now... Um, interviewed people or, or researched their or uh, investigated their video and really looked into it and saw the exact same thing happen where there uh, uh, there was a creature present nearby and they couldn't see it themselves. But right. on camera, it got captured. Absolutely. So, what the, but I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. I, I got to shut up, man. I'm yeah. just, I, for some reason, I'm jacked up today. I don't know if it's because of my first time actually going squatching and finding those structures. Or is it the fact that uh, I lived in Luton and, and all those areas? I, I lived there for a couple yeah. years. Of my life. I know that area. <laughs> you know anyway. the way I the way I see it, it's not look it's not a coincidence. It's like you said, it's pretty it's pretty synchronizing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that uh, then I read, listened to a couple of interviews with him, and then I then I came across Kiwani Lapsaritis. Because I think I did recall hearing him before, and he was talking about them being these interdimensional beings. They can shapeshift. They can be in their corporeal forms, and if they can live in the they live in the ethereal realm. I think all oh, this guy's a complete lunatic. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he sounds like one, doesn't he? When you first yeah. listen to him, he's like, and you know, he's just, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, this guy's insane. <laughs> 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 then you know, as soon as Mike started his videos, and then. That made sense to me, and like Kawani had a lot, you know, more knowledge about them, and you know, he had more, say, intimate knowledge about them, their personal lives, 
And yeah, so that's where it really, you know, that's where it really clicked with me. You know. Yeah. And then and then I met and then I met another friend well, called Oh sorry, go on. Well, yes, when you say it really clicked for you, then it, I mean so well, the interdimensional beings so there might be something quote unquote spiritual. Yeah, spiritual they, because they have they have proven quantum physics. It's possible. Well, and I've had a lot of paranormal experiences when I was when I was a kid. So, who am I to say that's not it? They can't well, do that, right? Yeah. Well, I, I personally, I don't, I don't know. Quantum physics, uh, I'm not convinced of at all. But uh, the para, the paranormal thing, it seems like okay. This is what I'm discovering. It's like everything that they try to convince us is legit science, isn't, and everything that they try to convince us that is a myth mythology or fake mm-hmm. actually is the real thing. So, you know, and I don't know if uh, quantum physics really has the tools necessary to explain the paranormal. I just don't think that they do. I think it's, they're just words. It's a formal, it's a formal language mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's, but I don't see any results coming from them. Yeah. I see the results coming from guys like you. Hmm. You know, does that make well, sense? Yeah, it makes I mean, sense. But he has had encounters and experiences all over the place, but he doesn't re- he doesn't document. He, well, yeah, he has documented his book, but he doesn't like record it or go out there and do what a lot of research is doing. You know, for whatever for whatever reason, why he hasn't done that. Well, yeah. So you know, here's some of the things about it is, uh, so he's like deliberately going out and do his own research and having deliberate intentioned. Interaction with these folks, mm-hmm. these creatures, and uh, you know, um, just as you did and I did, it was. Um, I'm not saying that there wasn't a lot. Of, there, there's not a lot of folks that end up having interactions with these things, and and it wasn't even on their minds. But it seems like there are certain groups of people that they seem to focus on these creatures, and they seem to have more interaction than the average person than just yeah. deciding, you know, a crossing the road type of thing. I mean, you end up having multiple uh, experiences with these creatures and they're more yeah. than just the physical realm. So yeah. I don't know. So, you know, I, when it comes to the whole anthropology thing, I, I just, I mean, I went to school, I went to college and university for environmental science and management. And I understand, and I understand that, just because a guy has is an amp, a PhD mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they know anything, except doesn't what they, it doesn't mean squat. No, yeah. experience, experience out, outweighs all the textbook learning you can. Yeah. But uh, I think I think they just they chose him because of his personality and his, you know, his more passive nature towards other people, and you know, he was the best. I think they said he that he might have been the best like candidate to. Be, you know, to give that knowledge out there about sort of getting round up in his own ego. Well, that's an interesting point, yeah. Yeah. That's the way how they usually work. You know, and pretty much the way he just chose a different format to share his experience with people. He chose a book and Mike chose a camera, you know. Hello? Yeah, I'm there, so uh, I thought you were... Okay, so... um. All right, so we go from there. Yeah, I've watched some of his lectures. I haven't read any of his books. 
I've got his, I've got one of his books up there. Oh yeah. So, but, um, but I have listened to a couple of his lectures and, um, and of course, then you go. So, what was the next phase after that? So you listen to him. He makes you start thinking about there's mm-hmm. something probably uh, spiritual or more something more dynamic going on than uh, we're being told. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. It was at some point. At some point, I was going to go out because I was suffering from a lot of depression about a couple of four years ago, and it's only I've only recently just started to come out of it. And you know, it's held it's held me back for a long time. So and from there on I was just looking at other researchers and other people going hey, out there. Do you, do you mind me asking if it's too personal you don't have to answer it, but why were you depressed? Why do you think you were depressed? It was just a lot of previous memories from school. I had a lot, I didn't do very well at school. I didn't you know, I got you picked quite, on a lot. You didn't quite fit in, huh? You, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, and it really hindered me. I never got picked on, but I was like uh, always felt really isolated and always felt like uh, disconnected from everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're all interested in something else that I was. I was never interested in anything that they were interested in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'd say from so from there on after because I think it was 2013 I watched his videos. So it's after what, listening to Corny, well, sort of the lectures anyway, he went to. And from there on, I was listening to other people who've, who were coming forth about the subject of Bigfoot. They're in a dimensional aspect. And I just sort of, and I stopped watching all the people that were just going out there trying to find, a, find an ape or looking, you know, trying to find this, you know, being that doesn't, it's this mythical creature that doesn't exist to me anymore. Because I, you know, there are people to me. And it just made more it just made more sense to me that they are these are intelligent people that have been that we aren't given enough credit for that have been able to avoid you know this our so called advanced technology. Now, when we say people, are we are you trying to? You're not saying that they're human beings, but they're, no, they're not. They're, they're not human. What they're are human. they? Do you think they're, they're not necessarily human? They're not human beings. They're more just they're their own entity, but they are intelligent people. They're, they have their own cultures, so they're a you know, person. Well, you know, and it's interesting too. The, uh, if you get a chance, uh, Brian Sullivan just did a, sh- a show. He just put it up, uh, interviewing a, a gentleman about um, the history, the interaction between these beings and humans, and how yeah. there were cultures uh, um, in in North America that actually had traditions of uh, intermarriage. Yeah. So uh, they're very much closer to human beings than. And yeah, I mean, realize, and, and then Europe too has this, yeah. this, this legends of uh, the green man and you know the, the, the man of the forest and the gray oh, man, the gray man in Scotland, yeah, yeah, kind of hauling away. He has got a woman, you know what I mean, and yeah. it's interbreeding going on, and um, you know, so it's interesting to think that um, they could be much more closer to us than we realize. So um, I don't know though, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's interesting you bring that up. So, but so there are people to you, and uh, you know I've talked to a lot of folks too who feel that way. Yeah, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. so what? What's what are the what's the are the elements about them that convince you that they're a peoples? 
Well, the fact they do have their own culture, they can, like, again, like, they can manufacture wovens, stick wovens, stick lifts, and they're very articulated as well. They can, um, your, they can weave your hair, too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From what, Kat, from what Kat was saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, she, I'll get, she really helped, gave me a better insight to them. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it was when Mike showed the yeah. Getting back to getting back to Mike Patterson, it's when he showed the I think it was it the woven necklace with the marble inside it. Okay. Did you see that episode? I I remember. Um, is that the, the, the video where the, the one guy uh, in, like kind of like interviews him and hangs out with him? There's a different guy that was just he just was invited by Mike to join him for like a he, no. yeah before it was before that that's Chris Months I believe okay then it's something yeah. I, I don't know if I saw it or not no it's uh, quite an, it's quite an old one he did this back he did this like four years ago so <laughs> uh, yeah but they were actually leaving him like little stick figures and they're yeah, anatomi- yeah. all anatomically correct so they do have a culture they you know and they have their own language too which you know apes just don't have that. You know, people. Anybody that listens to this, you know, uh, Richard, they get they they got to think we're crazy. Yeah, they got to think we're crazy. <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> I tell you, I can't. We just can't. I just can't explain. You just. Trying, it's just. Uh, it's our, it's our, trying our, we're trying our best to explain. Yeah, I mean, it's just something. It's just something people are going to have to experience themselves. You know. Yeah. Well, because it's another. It's another one of those paradigm shifts. It makes you realize that uh, you're clueless about the world or realm that you live in, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're dealing with, with other people that are just as or worse. It's in mm-hmm. that in that state, so it's like, you know, well, I don't know what you do about it. Yeah. I really don't know what to do about it. To be honest with you, so, uh, I mean, how have you been able to handle that with that? Uh, I haven't had that amount of. Uh, unpleasantness yet, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm but I'm I'm prepared for it. You <laughs> <laughs> talk if you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people, other people reacting towards you and saying, "Hey, this is Bigfoot's real, and this is my experience, and this is what I feel uh, it is." You know what I mean? Because uh, it's it's a it's a very divisive topic. There's certain de- it seems like everything that deals that deals with an element of our reality becomes very divisive between people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, I mean, I just um, so how, you, you so you were depressed for a long time, and then you start coming out of it. And uh, what what helped you to start coming out of the depression? Well, I, at some point, I had to go to the doctor. Uh, I don't think a lot of it is relevant to the topic because you know it was it to the point it was getting so bad I just you know it was get, I was having anxiety attacks I was just couldn't I couldn't live anymore I, I had to rejo- I had to recline back from college. All right, right, right. Well, you know that's there is some kind of relevance to it because you know maybe spiritually um, I look at myself too in my own life uh, I'm, my life uh, although. Uh, Worldly, materially, um, a lot of people look at it and say, well, you know, he's a failure. But in the truth, I'm much more happier today than I ever have been. 
but just being who I've always meant to be and just uh, following the, the spirit that guides me, were, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, I think a lot of times depression comes from the fact that you're, we're trying to be who we're not. Yeah. We're trying to fit in to a society or a culture that is really not designed for us. Yeah, uh, and, and so you know, once you start to break away from that and accept it, there's a, you know, mm-hmm. you, you free your mind of the burden of a lot of things that just don't matter to you. That are just yeah. useless information, and you start to be your, your own person. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, getting back to where it all started for me, uh, I get. Well, so where was I? I said I got depressed, and so on, and so on. I was watching a lot bunch of researchers then. And, in, and then Kat, I met Kat Hansen. Oh, you yeah. did? Yes, yes, you yeah. met her? No, not in person. <laughs> oh, oh you, met, so, I, you, just, friend, you just... Sorry, no, I met her on Facebook. Okay. And she had a lot of knowledge about the Sasquatch, well, the people. She was she interacts with a lot of... Uh, she has her own clan she interacts with. And she, right. helps, and she helps a lot of other people facilitate their interactions. And I took a picture... Because I did go, I, I, when I went up the hills, I took a picture up there, and I was showing her a picture of you know, this, this area, and it was, you know, it was absolutely gorgeous. This is where I've been going for the part, this for the past like nine months now. But I've got, but I'm now, I'm going now going to a different area because I feel like it's more safer for them to, if they ever did want to reveal themselves to me, it's more safe for them. Uh, less, well, it's a less active area, and she, and off the bat, she just noticed there was like a bigfoot staring at me you could clearly see his facial fe- facial features he was in the ethereal he was sort of in between the ethereal and corporeal realm okay is this the, the yeah. picture that you sent me no this is an old picture i'll i'll send you the picture after we're done on this okay all right uh it, yes she it, said, are, will you give me permission to actually uh post some of them for the show yeah sure go okay go okay all right thank you can you did you get the illustration did you get the illustration i did yeah yeah Art yeah. art's a good good art is a good therapy. I mean, art. Yeah. Uh, I, I started doing art when I was first diagnosed with MS nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to do it all the time as a, as a child art, but uh, I went back to it and I, you know, I ended up having selling art and being in, in museums and everything, which it's it was fed my ego. But uh, yeah, uh, it's very therapeutic. I think ours yeah. having an artistic eye helps you to see the world a little bit different than, say, looking at it through my, uh, quote-unquote, critical and scientific mind. Yeah, linear, you know more I mean? narrow. Yeah, linear, more yeah. Low, narrow, stolid sort of yeah. perspective. Yeah, 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 definitely. You can see, see um, <laughs> you know, you talk about how these things are kind of, like interdimensional type of creatures that it's, I think it's easier for those who maybe have an artistic eye to see. Um, well, they'll, well, you know, they'll try to tell you one of the things that like pareidolia, I'm starting to realize that pareidolia is like one of those coded words that they made up like oh. uh conspiracy theorists. Yeah. You know, phrases to yeah. kind of just downgrade everything. Uh, you know, if it doesn't work exactly the way, uh, the, the anthropologists say it's supposed to, well, then it's wrong. Well, you know, once again, we're putting our trust in other men instead of our God-given senses and our own experience. 
Absolutely, yeah. You know, and where it takes you is where it takes you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, getting back to Kat, she said go up to the... She told me to go to the... She told me to go to the north. It wasn't on the north side. I didn't because I didn't give her the like name of the location, the location of where it was. And she told me to go up the north side, where that that new location is, where I'm going to. That's the probably the place she was talking about. But I, you know, naughty me, I didn't listen. <laughs> you know, I went back to the other area because I, you know, um, and. Yeah, and when I went there, I came back with a bunch of scratches on me. Interesting. In, inexplicable. Like I just inexplicable. I just started getting scratches out of nowhere. And well, that's then, interesting. You're you're the second person that I've talked to that have had that experience of being scratched yeah. by some kind of entity that they couldn't see. And yeah. what was cat? What was cat? She so she told you to go to the north part of the wood, the, the forest. Why did she say that? What did she say that? I think she might have spoken to her, uh, her stay, well, her Sasquatch, uh, their elder Kiosa, is that his name? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I think his name. Uh, I think that's probably where he was talking about. But you know, I didn't really listen. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <okay>. Kat. <laughs> uh, you know, you just, who does, right? Yeah. Most of us have to learn the hard way, right? But she's, you know, if anyone is listening, she's wonderful person she's chock full of knowledge to help anyone yeah and i i i uh, contacted this psychic by the name of christopher s jacobs you heard of him uh only through you the last time we talked which was a couple yeah. nights ago i uh, know it's the only time i ever talked actually so i i really don't i don't follow that so um yeah and that, that, people, that side of things i just haven't got to around to it so. that's that's where I started to. That's where I was introduced to the, the Sasquatch called Love in Nature, and I found out the little things that were scra- the scratch marks were caused by the Grimpa and the Fey. The Grimpa are like these little. They're almost like Hobbit people. They look a bit like Gizmo. They've got like big pointed ears, and the Fey are essentially like the fairies. And apparently, they're not too happy of what. The, now, you say like a big pointed ears. It kind of look like a gremlin, like the movie. Yeah, Grem- si- similar to the gremlins. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh! You know what, and they, dude? And they dude, I, I I found one of those, uh, and uh, Mark Abel's one. Uh, Mark Abel, uh, the is called Home. It's a short video. There's one in it. I found it. J- yeah. Literally, just took a picture of it. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Jesus, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah, but well, apparently, apparently. These beings weren't happy with me being there, but they weren't happy with people in general because the it's separated from a what's that? Because it's a golf course and there's a road that separates the golf course in this area, uh-huh. an active road, and they are not happy with the fact that there's a golf course built on it at all. And yeah, I got attacked, I got bit and scratched, and you know then after after I consulted Chris on it, Loving Nature said it said uh, she'd stump on him if they try it again. You know. <laughs> oh, he really? said, oh, yeah. He's, she's just stumping the little creep. Stumping the little creeps, yeah. Squash them, yeah. And he told me that she's a red. This because Chris did prove to me that he was legit because he said it's a redhead Sasquatch. 
And in the video, in the picture, you can see that she's got like a slight red tinge to her. Okay. You can see that slight red tinge to her hair, can't you? Well, you're talking about the one that you posted to me on uh, Facebook? Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't notice that. So let me, um, what I did notice is the face and it looked so like a traditional kind of, what do they call them there? A uh, wood woes thing or wood woesy or whatever. It's, uh, wood Yeah, it has a, f- a face that reminded me of it. She's smart. Yeah, she's smart. You can see her smiling at the camera. And so it's a, it's a very interesting face. She was almost, she, it's like a very, she's got a very flirtatious nature to her. But every time she's in the area, it, her resonance is so powerful. You'd feel drow- you feel drowsy when she's around, when she's around right. you. As soon well, as I go in that. Go now, uh, okay, so is, which one is she? The first one that's. Uh, yeah, she was the first one that made contact. Now, uh, uh, as far as the video, the images you gave me, because you gave me one there where there's a clearly a head in that's popping out of the um, the bushes, just a head shot, mm-hmm. and then you have another one. Where it looks like there's uh, um, a body. Yeah, that's her. Okay. Yeah, it's just, but it's kind of small, so it's. Yeah. It looks like there's two of them. Two of them. It probably is. There's a whole clan up there. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like there's two. Hmm. The other one, the big one, that face of the uh, the face. That's Levick. Lo- that's Levick. Love Levick. Levick. Levitt. So these he's, are the great names. <laughs> and his son, the one I did an illustration, because they do, they do sometimes send me telepathic messages. His name's called Lawstar. He's got the big, like, samurai beads on it. Well, the Buddha beads on him. That pit. Right. Yeah. So the, these, these drawings of yours, too, uh, uh, are they uh, inspired by the beans that you've been seeing? Yeah. Levick is com- Levick is completely coated in armor, but one but the the gunlet on he's got a gunlet on his right arm that is it's bionic he can some it's more technology well it's more mechanical well it's just bionic it's it's not like a prosthetic arm he's just got like a mechanical hand, glove ah yeah and he's in the twelve I think he's in like the twelve foot range he's huge. So, okay, so you start having these experiences and you started seeing these kind of entities um, and they're, they're different uh, forms and, and, and ways. Yeah. And, but I did... Uh, my... Now, now, now did, what did you think when I first started having these experiences? you think you were going crazy? What? I mean, what... Well, uh, cause, cause, <laughs> I'm not saying all... that disrespectfully. I'm just yeah, saying. no, it's, it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I got Chris to... Christmas Jacobs, he, to, just to show that I wasn't going mad, and, you know, because this guy be, you know, I'm a little bit sceptical of him at the point, I left a gift out for them. I never showed this gift to him on like, Facebook or pictures, and I asked, in one of the second sessions, I asked Loving Nature to take the gift out, I left her, and he described the exact details of the gift. So that okay. just, that just went, oh, thank Christ for that. <laughs> I'm not going crazy, you know. Well, interesting. So I bring it in yeah. this kind of interdimensional spiritual side to things too. Yeah. It? And he was the one who described what Levick looked. Well, Levick showed me via the dream 
what he looked like because he was giving me like references to different things in the media what he looked like and Chris uh-huh. and when I asked what is the the adult because he's like the father of the the clan and I said what does he look like and he goes oh he's top to bottom in armor and he's got a big gun on his right arm and I went oh my god that is the exact same thing he showed me <laughs> huh that is crazy that is you know so that just solidified everything for me I'm just oh thank Christ for that I'm not you know I'm not going mad <laughs> you know I'm I'm aware that I'm wearing my clothes you know <laughs> well you know, you, you know it, it's um uh where do I go from this because it's like um you know a lot of people are going to go uh this guy he's he needs to get on medication or something uh he's seeing things but the problem is uh even you know the, the, on the medication you're still going to see these things so, you know once yep. As, and so, I mean, what did we do? Did we open up some our, ourselves to something that we first at one time were just completely oblivious to or dead to? I mean, mm-hmm. or is it them? I mean, what have you had uh, any kind of uh, interaction with them about what is it that they wanted? Do they want something from you, or is it just oh, it's you? Right. It's just uh, you wanting something from them? Was you know? Well, I just I just wanted to be friends with them, you know, just as you know, be friends of, it just felt like, it just intuition, it just felt like I wanted to see old friends. Whether or not they want me to go and spread the knowledge, I don't know, that's, I'll have to ask them. Right. So they asked you anything? No, they haven't asked. Well, yeah, they told me to be, yeah, Love and Nature told me to be more creative, because they said creativity is a way of opening your third eye. It's a way of activating the chakra. Okay. Yeah. They said a lot of the uh, a lot of um, creativity in the media has been inspired by a lot of what's going on out there in the galactic universe, the aliens, and okay, yeah, which is interesting. Well, well that is interesting because I, I I don't know. For me, I I don't. And if you've listened to uh, enough of my shows, is one of the things that I have come to the conclusion there is no such thing as galaxies or space. We all live in a closed system, and, yeah. and the, as the Bible and other books say, uh, you know the, the, those uh, lights in heaven. You know uh, what we call stars really are angelic beings. No, no, no. There's people who think we're nuts for saying this. No. But uh, but listen, from the photo, the footage, the amateur footage that is coming out on YouTube with the, all the new cameras. And they're not; those aren't rocks up there. They're not balls of gas. Those, those are. There's something going up there that's yeah. that works more in line with uh, what the ancients had to say and what the old uh, texts you had to say. Yeah, uh, I, I got a feeling that everything, uh, see, uh, that NASA has been telling us is, is all lies. And these are guys, by the way, that were interacting with entities, beings. Yeah, you the know, gr- devil worshippers and demon worshippers and Satanists. Yeah, but I, so, a lot, a lot of those beings they were interacting with, either greys or Draco reptilians that have been manipulating our government and keeping us in this sort of, uh, you know, this, this um, simulated reality. Not to say that all reptilians out there are bad, you know. Well, you know, there is, 
we actually live in a mental and a physical prison. We don't realize it. Yeah. And then it crushes our our the, the spiritual um, side of us. But we don't. I don't think that. Uh, well, I could say this after listening to so many other people try to explain what spirituality is. I don't think I know what it means, and I think that most people don't know what it means. Oh, I know technically what it means. It's a ter- it's a very broad universal term, you know. It's, yeah, but if you're yeah. having anti- a- a- interactions with these these beings, then that seems to me to be more in line with quote unquote spirituality, where yeah. you connect with the unseen world, and it, you know what I mean. That which yeah. is part of us, it's a huge part of us, but it's been taken from us. And we feel stupid to get on our knees and pray to God, yeah. and it's just stupid but, to, to have internet. Because know. a lot of these, um, a lot of these other beings from other planets have been trying to keep us sedated in this sort of sleep. I know that does sound very like romanticized in a way, but it's true. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, David like David like is sort of true, but there's a few things he does get wrong because he was saying like in um. What was it? Uh, uh, was it? Oh, he was saying in one of the cultures, he said the elongated skull beings. Uh, if anyone's listening, they can correct me. But if he said the elongated skull beings of the Anunnaki are the reptilians, which yeah, not really. You can't really pinpoint that because you know something that's different is always going to be you know looked at as something you know negative or evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, then they got that uh, the uh, some of the, the quote unquote Christians out there. Yeah, I really, I honestly believe at this point that most of the faces that people see that you first get in contact with was David Ike or uh, Mozuli or um, whoever it may be. Alex, you ever heard of Alex? You ever heard of Alex Collier? Yes, I have, but yeah. I can't. Put the name in it, but anyways, when you first the first group of guys that you come across, these are like a first level of gatekeeping. And I think also what happens is these guys they start getting some truth revealed to them, and they turn it into a money machine, and they reveal to the to to themselves and to the the spiritual world what their real motives are, and it just goes instead of really pursuing the truth, it gets all, you know, muddled. The next thing you know, they're writing books and, you know, going on tours and trying to make money off it instead of really just connecting with the world, There's the truth. So and I think money and the truth, you just can't, you can't mix them. If you start mixing them, uh, the truth dies. Yep. It's like a way and spiritually that, uh, there's some kind of agreement going on where so if it becomes this monarchy system in a way. Well, if your love becomes this world and materialism and personal gain mm-hmm. and and self, then uh, you know so be it. You're the, here, have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're you're going to miss out on all the other great stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like a spiritual, like uh, it's like an agreement, a pact between us and the other side that if you start profiteering off this stuff, you know, financially, with that, and, you know, that talisman called money or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
it happened in the, it happened in the Bigfoot world. So yeah, it just yeah. It, 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 it forget you. You know, if that's what's going to be about, then you know, forget you. They just they, they just uh, they drop you. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. They start playing games and tricks with it because they realize what you're really about. So yeah. And then who are you too? You know, do you really know who you really are about? Because um, if you're really in, uh, in pursuit of the truth, well, you're going to start to go down this road that Richard's talking about now, and um, you just you're going to you have to face some some parts of uh, other dimensions that surround us mm. uh, are how they're influencing us, how they're there. And, um, I, and you know, if people are going to call you all sorts of things from being a witch to, to being, a, you know, witch. whatever, you know what I mean? But the, the fact of the matter is, you know, if you if your heart is pure, pure enough that you're really are pursuing the truth and you're not trying to conquer everybody or get, just get what you want, yeah. they're going to know that. Yeah. Well, I'm not scared of many things, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, I guess that's a good thing. Oh. I'm not easily I'm not easily intimidated. Right now, now has this changed because of your interaction with uh, these creatures that you've gained more courage and that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm I believe so. I mean, I know it may seem silly, but I can actually pick up spiders. <laughs> I before I had a really ra- fear of arachnophobia. I could barely go near them or look at them. I can actually pick them up my hand. Well, you know what? That's that's not a unique thing. I mean, I would bet you that the vast, vast majority of human beings in the Western culture, that's been ingrained in us to have fear of spiders. You know, so yeah. Well, because from what I, I remember hearing a reading at one point that we did have in ancient times, we had a war with the spiders. <laughs> from what I've heard, anyway, that was interesting. Where did you hear that from? I don't know. It was a reading online. It was. Oh. I was because I was looking at a lot of uh, a lot of like Palladian Palladian contact, and there was this uh, like contactee, the or, or ET whisperer as they call themselves, and she was talking about that. Now could Never they be? Uh, could they be like some of the malevolent members of the this other realm, or they're just like telling us stuff? Uh, to pretty much I, to lie lie to us about this whole thing about space and going to Mars and and I you know going to the moon and that they're they're from some when in reality they've been here all along. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But they just they're either in another dimension, living under the earth, whatever they're doing or where they're coming from. Yeah. Uh, you know, if if if. It's true that we really do live in a closed system. I mean, if you really study the heliocentric model, us floating around in space at 666,000 miles an hour around the sun and spinning 1,000 or 1,100 miles an hour and uh, and all this stuff, I mean, none of it makes sense. Yeah. It's like we're, we're in a big, giant Petri dish is what it seems like to me. Yeah. You know? But yeah, we're in this giant bubble of reality, but eventually it's going to burst. Yeah, and when it bursts, it's almost like there's people out there, powers that be, that want it to burst. They want to yeah. bring it back to a time that was, 
Yeah, because it seems really cool. There's this really wonderful, interesting world out there, and you know, some we're just living like zombies on the planet. You know, consuming everything that you know we see. So, right. Uh, that analogy yeah. kind of fell on its that, that analogy kind of fell on its ass there. <laughs> well, it's 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 like they want to, you know, um, and you know, you know, a lot of these movies are they're coded and they're they have many different. Um, kind of messages to implant in us our brains and yeah. and, and prepare for you for what is to come and I've talked now to several guys you know here in the states about squatches and how everyone feels strongly that their numbers are vastly growing I mean they're everywhere yeah. and that wasn't like that when I was a child running around the woods in the 70s I didn't see any structures yeah. I never saw any kind of entity yeah. Or I didn't see any kind of. Uh, or maybe know. they maybe maybe they were though. We just didn't see them. I mean, it was only recently, like I say, about two years ago. I just so I only noticed the stick structures. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like one yeah. of those things. Like, it's almost like there's a veil put in our eye over our eyes. So, and I mean, the stick structures have always been there, but we never saw them. You know, hidden in plain sight. Kind of. Yeah. I do have a YouTube channel called Removing the Veil, if people are interested. I mean, I'm going to start putting more content on there at some point. Oh, so you actually have a YouTube channel? Yeah removing, the, yeah, removing the Veil. Oh, well, you make sure to send me, uh, you know, Facebook I've video. E- I've even got uh, that reading of where of Christopher on there, if you want to listen. Um, sure, but we uh, you, you send that uh, to me, and I'll promote it and put it on the... Uh, the internet. I didn't know you had your own uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's that's sweet of you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um. So yeah, so you've been having these interactions with these. Uh, you, 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 would you consider them Bigfoot? What I mean, what are you? Would you consider them? Yeah, uh, they they're a mixture from what I've heard. Because if you look at like Levick's face, the big guy in the picture. He's got uh-huh. very he's got very Caucasian looking features to him, even a um, loving nature. Yeah. Huh. He's got more like a big pointy. He's not like the traditional squatch you see in like the U.S. or ape-like face. Yeah. Well, I know they got the one. There's one that <clears throat> out there that the type that where they have a very pointed English light type nose, and uh, <laughs> it's almost like they have like a. a this full set of hair, but it's like it's like it's like combed back to push back, and almost like a mohawk type of thing. Yeah, similar uh, to my hair. <laughs> yeah, but but they're but they have like dark uh, um, dark eyes, you know what you would expect. But their their facial features are much uh, much like a Caucasian looking. Yeah, I mean I, I've I've captured them. I know that I, they're they're out there. Hmm. I've captured them on or. I found them on films like Bigfoot, Colorado Bigfoot stuff. I mean, I've, I've done a, a painting of it in one of, the, of my earlier shows. If you go down, you'll see kind of what it looks like. It's like a you know, But the one's even more human looking. So, And they're all yeah. different. Everyone's different. I mean, they all yep. come in. It's just like that book, Where the Wild Things Are. I'm telling you, what, what, what's really going out there is it's more like that than a whole bunch of apes running around. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's not just... Be, go on. 
Go ahead. What were you say? I, I was going to say there's not just you know there's not just Bigfoot either. That's that you know there's just not there's not there's other beings that that look do like big that do look like a Sasquatch, but aren't always associated with them. I mean you got like the face eaters that you know about in the say in the 15 foot range. They're huge. They're monsters. They apparently from what I heard the way how they cap they because they're the ones that do contribute a lot of the disappearances in the U.S. From what I've heard, anyway, uh, they use like a hip, hypnosis on people, and they'll make they'll sort of cont- use they'll make people fold the take the clothes off and fold them neatly in a pile, and that person will walk off into the woods naked. So if you ever come across like a neatly folded pile of clothes, that person is most likely dead. Probably. Yeah, or it's pretty. It's pretty either them or alien abduction, one of them, but it's primarily them that do that. Because if people right. ever wait. You heard stories of people who just woke up naked in the middle of the, well, a road or a place. Because that's, that's them doing that. Apparently the Sasquatch have intervened with their sort of hypnotic ray. Hmm. Which is uh, scary. <laughs> well, I know, like Kat, she's talked about how there's a certain type of creature that, uh, that lives in the water, actually, and it covers itself in muck and mud and all that, and slime and algae and all that and it does the same kind of like a siren call and mm. uh draws like children in and all that kind of stuff closer to the water and then oh, God. Kate takes them so, so that's what she, she, she's talking about um uh, she talks about in one of her videos um mm. yeah i mean the, the the biggest thing uh and i i it's like i i i'm having trouble with um is the alien thing and outer space thing i just don't think they're, I think they're lying. I don't think, you know, that there is an outer space. They come either from another dimension, another, you know, we were talked about this, you know, you were talking about what quantum mechanics is a failed attempt to try to explain the fact that they, but it's like, um, there's layers upon layers upon layers of, uh, density. Um, yeah. Of, of environments and people and, and creatures and other people. So, in other words, you know, right beside me, there could be, you know, and and another, uh, you know, a great alien having his tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's so. It's. I mean, when you start having this realization, you start seeing these different entities popping up for a short, brief time. Usually just a second or so, sometimes longer, but no, yeah. no, not a lot. And you have to ask yourself, how are they there? Yeah, I mean, some, there? why are some, they there? Some people have seen like reptilians in the house, but the house wasn't really the house. It was like a different sort of like a part of a spaceship in a way. Well, yeah. this last this last thing with the Bigfoot, uh, Colorado Bigfoot, you know, it's like a big family reunion, and it's like well, there's a gremlin and there's a really lizardy looking guy. Yeah, and I'm like, holy crud! How am I seeing this stuff? I I, I cannot be losing my mind. Um, I'm I'm actually, um, I feel like I'm more stable than I've ever been, probably, and not that I've really had problems, really. But uh, how how am I seeing this stuff? And when mm-hmm. it, the reason why is because something's motivated me to see them and mm-hmm. to stop it at you know. That, that minute marker and second marker and really take a, a real good look at it and say, oh, my gosh, there are things going on in this picture that if you just kind of 
lazily, haphazardly watched the video, you would miss it all. Yeah. It'd just go right by you. Yeah. Same with the person footage as well. Because didn't, uh, I recall, didn't MK say there was like two beings? Or she was holding something in her hand? Oh, yeah, like you might think of a shit, an, an infant. Honor. I think so. It was, yeah, yeah. it was bizarre. It was like, she was holding, also in her left, I think it's a, yeah, it's a left arm. She swings back and forth. Something materializes in front, in the arm. Which, that is crazy. It's, Jesus. You know, well, it, well, here's the thing that I'm struggling with, too, is like, am I dealing with evil entities? Because, uh, and the reason why I'm thinking that way is because of how I've been indoctrinated through religion and the television and all these movies. Or are these just like indifferent uh, beings that really are that really don't have, for the most part, don't have any kind of agenda against us? They're not trying to send us to hell Some... or damn us. I'm not saying that that, that I'm, what I'm saying. I'm not saying that there's not ones there that, that don't have that. That there's evil spirits like that you find in the Bible. Uh, we're like how Christ cast the one, you know, the minions, the legions, mm. of evil spirits into the swine, and they run into the. But um, and they need to inhabit bodies. But well, I mean, there's a reason why we're not being told about this because this is reality. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so why are we not being told this? And why are we not being told the full story, the clear story? Because, you know, if there, if, if there truly is evil intentions, then we should be all, we really should know that for certain. Yeah. Or if they're innocent beings that you really just want to just coexist, then we should know that too. Yeah. Whatever it is, we should know, we should, we should know what the hell is going on. But yeah. here you, you are, you're looking and you're seeing and having interactions with uh, things that we generically call Bigfoot. Um, and, Which they, uh, don't, they don't necessarily like that term, Bigfoot. They I prefer, don't... They, no, I don't either. They, they prefer forest people or... Yeah, forest people. Or Sasquatch, that's less offensive for them. <laughs> now, do you ever feel threatened by them? Because... Um, Never. I've never once ever felt friend by them. Never. I've in all the all the time I've gone out there, I've just got this really loving, wonderful, benevolent energy from them. Never. And this is a guy that's had anxiety issues. You know, I'm. You know, I usually get panicked in like with people. I mean, people are more are more of a danger than you know the bigfoot are, in my opinion. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. That, that's going to that's gonna be our, our, our greatest enemy as we pursue the truth is going to people around us. It's unfortunate, but it's the way it is. Yeah. You know? And there really is spiritual warfare going on. And But to try to understand what that spiritual war, what that means, the spiritual warfare, is part of the challenge. Because it's not about going to a building or what church you belong to or what denomination or religion you belong to. It's about, really, it really comes down to um, an acceptance of reality, of the truth, yeah. and, you know, and you're willing to let it take it, uh, let it take you to where it takes you to. Mm. And most people, you know, it's you know, I understand why you most people are going to say no because you're going to lose your friends. 
Oh, and you're so going to lose your family, and you're going to lose a whole lot of stuff. Well, my family's... So, well, my family's... When, when I do mention it to my family, they sort of just, you know, sort of laugh, laugh it off in a way. They think I was just innocent, you know. I'm like, oh, fine. But I'll, I'll be more than happy to show you. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to. I mean, it's like... Uh, and why don't they? You know, you know what's... I don't know. It just seems... I think, yeah. It's a fascinating part of our journey, so... Yeah. But, uh, and, you know, you hear all this stuff, so... Uh, you know, let me ask you this. Were you doing anything prior to uh, having these experiences with the occult? No. <laughs> okay. So I you were... No, okay. No, okay. So, um, I mean, well, no, it's an honest question to ask because a lot of people are going to think that. No, and um, a lot of people are going to say, oh, you know, these guys are... I sound like a couple of witches, and they're they're talking witchcraft and sorcery and all this kind of stuff. Or they're like a bunch of guys that are, you know, lost in uh, Dungeons and Dragons or video games. <laughs> By the way, I never I never played video games. You know, I'm in a generation well, where well I well I play a lot of video games. I mean, video games are fine. They don't you know hinder your your mental state. You know, they just some people are more corrupted than others easily i'm not you know i'm not saying that i'm special in any shape or form i'm just that's just you know some people are better at some things than others well i think you know it's it's all a part of uh spiritually blinding us all these things the television the computer uh, video games none of it's real Uh, no it's uh, compared to what you are experiencing in the forest with the forest people now that's real yeah I mean, I imagine at first it's like, well, is this real? Am I going crazy, like you said? But eventually you're like, yeah, these are things that really are happening to me. This is real. But now whether or not anybody else believes it really there's a point. It's like it doesn't matter because, uh, you know, like what what can you do about it? I mean, once the Pandora box is open, you can't close it. No. Nope. You know? And that's what all these distractions are, is an advanced, elaborate Pandora's box to keep people from really waking up to their reality. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So I've been playing video games for many of my life, and it's never... Uh, I, don't, I don't want to say it contributed to a lot of me blinding me. I mean, I've always been an open-minded person to something else, but... Yeah, I do think that some of them may be corrupting or having an influence on certain people. Well, it just it really comes down to this. Uh, if you're staring at the screen playing your video game, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not saying that people, you know, I understand your generation that it's video games. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and the generation before, uh, you know, um, and and, uh, and if I was born, you know, 10 years uh, later than, you know, I'd probably be a video guy, too. And that's the only reason, because I was timing when I was born, that's all. Yeah. But I'm just simply saying is is that it's not real reality. It's just a game. Yeah. And you're looking at the images on the screen, and whereas when you go into the forest, well, you're going into the creator's creation, and you're starting to see things that, if you have the eyes to see it, and it's almost like you have to, to, to go by yourself, yeah, to, to see it. Uh, do you would you agree with that? Yeah, oh, definitely, absolutely. 
Because if you go with someone else and they're not at the same state yeah. of ex- acceptance or whatever, I mean, they're just... Uh, they're just the Sasquatch know. will just won't approach you. Well, they might approach you, but they're not going to see what you're seeing. Right. Because I have showed um, other, pe- other people that picture, and they just cannot see the face. They won't make it out. I'm like, well, what do you mean you can't see it? It's, it's right there. It's so yeah, bizarre. It, I know. Isn't that weird? It's weird. It's like a, a Jim... Or Jerry uh, Klein, man, he t- he uh, took a, a, vi- uh, a video of a dog, man. I don't know if you've seen that on, on my YouTube channel, but you should need to look at it because it was yeah. literally 10 feet, 15 feet from him. Mm. He could not see it at all. His dog, Bug, sees it and is barking its head off at it. And uh, But Jerry can't think- see it. He thinks there's something on the other side of the stream, and it's right there in front of him. He's got a big old smile and all that, and I'm like, now, how come I can see that? I can see the eyes, the grin, the muzzle. I can see the shadow under the chin. I can see the hand and all that kind of stuff. And I got people responding and say, oh, it's pareidolia. It's too blurry. I know there's nothing in there. It's just log jam. Yeah. And I'm like, um, uh, you know, I, I am not going to allow people in my life to gaslight me anymore and try to convince me that I'm wrong about what I'm seeing. Yeah. You know, good God, get gave me eyes to see. I went, but why? Well, yeah, that's the question. Why? I mean, what's yeah. the point? Some, are, pe- some people can't see certain things. Well, yeah, and it's just, uh, it's hmm. just, uh, it's interesting, the whole thing, because it's... Have you ever I, seen um, Richard Grebenick's video? Don't know. Richard Grabenick. Richard Grabenick. Grabenick. Jerry Klein did like. Jerry Klein did like. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about the guy that lives in Ohio. The one because I was uh, after Richard. I was the first one to post it on internet. Yeah. Yeah, I know about it. You're talking about that white being. Some people think it's it's a a a rake. Sorry about the lawn mowing. If you hear right. the background, folks, uh, it's a neighbor. Uh, uh, and I got the door open. I probably should close it. Um, but anyways, yeah, I know all about that. I mean, I did you see it on my channel? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was on the in defense of Richard Grubbin. Jerry Klein defended him against people saying it was a hoax. And well, yeah, and I did too. And, yeah, and because Bigfoot Tony was making sort of, uh, he was implying it was probably a hoax. Well, yeah, to... and Matt Knapp from uh, uh, Bigfoot Outlaws saying, oh, it's just a guy in a suit. And I go, and I said, Matt, you don't know that. Yeah, His what... response was, I got two eyes. And that was it. And then he pretty much banned me from their their, their uh, Facebook page. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <they're basically... laughs> The thing about, the thing that always, I mean, Jerry Klein is right about Bigfoot Tony. I mean, I've got nothing against him. He's probably doing it in good faith, but he should really try analyzing his own videos, getting his own evidence. Who's that, Jerry? Yeah, Jerry Klein. His video. Well, which one? The one he was defending, Richard Grebenick. Well, yeah, well, it's, I mean, we've looked it over together. We talked about it. I've talked with others, and and that that video, and and Jerry's actually the one guy who actually went back uh, to the, um, to the area, to the site. Hmm. 
where it happened behind is, you know, there's no fence back there and there's, uh, there's, there's nature preserve and mm-hmm. there is absolutely no way that that's, um, well, it could be computer generated image. Okay. But knowing Richard and who he is, and all I do is watch some of his videos to see that he's just a very, very average show. Yeah, with not uh, enough money oh, even to have the software and the programs. It trust me, it takes it takes so it the, the process of CGI and to get it to that quality. If it, so, if it was to get it to that quality, it'd be insane. You couldn't do you. The average can afford that, right? Yeah, it'd be it's, it's crazy to say that. So I think people just use that sort of oh, it's just CGI. You know, nah, that's just the that's just probably an excuse for a lack of a good answer. Uh, though it's that or uh, it's gatekeeping again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and a lot of how they apply it um, yeah. is, uh, you know, the you know you get these guys with big egos. They're all about themselves to begin with, really. Uh, and and um, uh, you know, and they and they start self promoting themselves, and then they're like, ah, well. Yeah, yeah, this guy in a suit because you know I, I well I certainly don't want to be uh, I don't want to lose my numbers you know it's so critical that I keep my ten thousand subscribers and make that you know it makes me feel important so mm. but if you pursue the truth you're going to have low numbers yeah. that could be a lot of money and you're going to see things that most people aren't going to be able to see and you're just going to have to yeah. accept well, there's a lot of people sorry go on. Yeah, go, yeah, you can. Uh, was a lot of people saying that he was a hoaxer because he was calling it evil? He was reacting in a very, he was calling it evil. Oh, it's an evil gargoyle. It's a demon. It's you know he was saying it was evil. That's their sort of evidential proof that he's a hoaxer. Oh, oh yeah. Or the, the one thing about uh, one of his videos about lifting up a car with I don't know some uh, rope or band or whatever. All this stuff. You know. You know what? Okay. He looks like a really big guy. He's someone that, you know, if he's a, if he's a weightlifter, he he's convi- it's convincing because he looks huge. Well, let me ask you. I mean, it's just like uh, when Jerry Klein. I don't know if you listened to um, when he got attacked by those the, the Bigfoot in his trailer, but you should listen to it. Right. It's, I don't know if you're if you're subscribed to his channel, but you should be subscribed to it. And uh, Brenton. Uh, what's his name? Swanen, Swans, uh, Swanen, or whatever. What is Brenton's last name? He's always, always interviewing people. He's been doing it for a while. Um, anyways, he just did an interview with uh, Jerry, and he put that on as well. The attack that happened. But I mean, the guy is in tears, and he's uh, yeah, he drank a little bit. So what? And I was telling Jerry, I said, you know what? If I had uh, two big creatures banging on my trailer and I was all by myself, I'd be drinking too. Yeah. <laughs> would it be more would it be more natural to say would it be more natural to go, oh wow, I've got Bigfoot banging on my whatever banging on my wall. <laughs> no, it, it well, would you, not. You, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go out out of my trailer like uh, Clint Eastwood and Blaze of Glory and shoot him up, right? Yeah. Hardly. Hardly. When this stuff this Ooh. stuff is it plus you know, you you're gonna freak out. Even if there was like a guy in my backyard just ambling around, I'm I'm not gonna go out there and say, "Oh, hello," and greet him. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be on the defensive. You're gonna get freak out. Something you're yeah. unaware of. It's just that's just a natural reaction, just to react defensive and negative to it. 
and then watch a creature in your backyard. Yeah, Jesus. Watch that thing jerking around like it's it's. Uh, oh, it's I like mean, it, Dustin Duncan. I don't know if you subscribe to his, but uh, no, uh, you should as well. His that's crypto uh, crypto p t s d. That's his channel. He's the very first guy I ever interviewed about this stuff. Because I listened to his testimony, I think it was uh, uh, on Brenton's show, and um, and I was like, either this 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 either this cat is the best liar, or he's genuine. So I, I called him up, I, I reached out to him, and we did an interview, and uh, he had his his experience and how traumatized he was with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And part of it is that you know if you don't know what you're dealing with, and you know they're not the prettiest of things. No. no, they're kind of ugly, and they're kind of scary looking. And they probably seem to the same thing about us. And so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, back to that, you know, that rake or what I think is like some type of a Bigfoot, emaciated old big white Bigfoot. We had a lot. We have oh. a lot of white Bigfoot in, in uh, probably. And so, but well, I don't know what it is. It could be something completely different. It could be an entity all to its own. You know, you know, it if could you're ju- the, the crater. It could just generally be a gargoyle, for you know. Yeah, yeah, it could be a gargoyle, like you said. We don't know what it is, but yeah. it sure to hell wasn't a guy in a suit, no, and no. it sure to hell wasn't GI, CGI, and it sure there was no but there was no fence behind there, and uh, the way it was behaving was absolutely abnormal. It's weird. Yeah. It's like freaked me out. Yeah, I mean, I'd be freaked out. I mean, I wasn't even there, but yeah, that freaks me out looking at it. <laughs> so you know. Yeah. When, uh, people, yeah. when people say, oh, he's calling it a demon, and it must be... No. Like, where, what planet are you on? It's like, do you even... <laughs> well, you know, it, it could be a demon, too. That's the problem we don't know. Yeah, probably, but it, but the point is the reaction's natural, you know. Yeah, and so, you know, and then they, you know, they, they, they get all offended because of, uh, and, you know, uh, them talking in tongues and all that, and so, you know, maybe it did drive the creature away and you know, I I don't know. I don't. I mean, it, I don't know. I, I I don't believe in talking tongues. In the first place, I think it's. But if somebody else does, and they really do believe that it somehow has power, um, um, and, and why can't that manifest in a way that it drives yeah. a creature away? We don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, what the heck can you say? But it's, okay, so so it doesn't fit into my clinical, critically thinking, scientific mind uh, must has automatically... See, we're conditioned because of all the hoaxes out there to think that everything start, is, is a hoax. Yeah. We start with that, that negative premise to begin with. We're all conditioned that way. So, And some of us, it's really hard to break free from it. And most of it has to be about social conditioning. Uh, yeah, that's... And, uh, you know, heard accept, of, acceptance, acceptance of others. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you go for the truth, you're going to lose the others. You're going to find new friends that will be part of your journey. And then, as you pursue and you keep on pursuing the truth, they're going to, you know, most of them will drop off. Because yeah. as you go down your path to like figure out what is what, um, you're. Um, it's a journey. It's just like Pilgrim's Progress, you know, the book, you know, mm. and uh, Bunyan's book, and then um, that, you know, you, 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 it ultimately is you have to walk hand in hand with Crater, your God. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's where you finally get to, you know, if the, the destination that means something, you know, yeah, top of the hill, you know, and you and uh, it's, it's not most of the time uh, the people that interrupt your journey are not doing it uh, deliberately to to cause you problems. They're just on their path and their journey, and, and of course they want you to come down their path with them. Mm-hmm. But um, you see, the calling is God wants you to go down the path that He's designed for you. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the education system that we that's been designed for us to keep us in a slave state is just simply that it's not designed for you to ever be who you're supposed to be, but to be who they want you to be, a useful slave. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, uh, and that you're spiritually dead, so you, you can't see these things that are going on. And, you know, you look at these creatures, and they're scary at first, and they are scary still. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, it was, is there like a message they like in a movie like Star Wars where you know, they go into a, a canteen or a, a bar or whatever, a, a restaurant. And there's all these different types of creatures, and everyone's just kind of existing together. You know what I mean? And, yeah, that's that's probably disclosure, though. Yeah. In I, subtle ways. Yeah, in a subtle way, you bet. They're saying, you know, in the other dimension, in the other world, there's more than just a, a bunch of human beings. Creator is God created, you know, if, like we talked about last time. If you're a god, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Would you just have just one little dimension or realm that is just human beings alone? Or would you make all sorts of realms and all sorts of realities? Yeah. And all sorts, you know what I mean? If that's yeah. what you would do, right? You just, yeah. oh, let's try this today. and Let's try that. And we'll do something tomorrow. And, and the joy of creation. And so, yeah. um, so I think part of the problem that I'm having, at least, uh, when it comes to accepting it's these 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 individuals, these people or creatures, is uh, can I accept them? Can I can I really accept them? Mm-hmm. Can, can I can I really allow them just to be? Yeah. Uh, or will you know it, it become a, just a nightmare and they're going to come and knock down my door and take me away? Yeah. I mean, have you thought about that? Have you thought about what the consequences are about having these interactions with these creatures? Maybe, probably the sacrifice of a lot of my friends. Right. Well, all time friends. Maybe, you know, people don't really believe me. Probably they'll, you know, I'm expecting to get ridiculed. But, you know, well, bring it on. You know, just, I'm not, you know, I'm not intimidated. This is my choice, my life. Right. I mean, I'm only 23, but, you know, this is what feel, it just feels right to me to do this, you know. Uh, so, well, it sounds like you got an interesting, very fascinating and interesting journey ahead of you. Yeah, definitely. As long as you put your trust in God and just let it happen. There's even, apparently from what they've told me, there's a castle in that area. It's in a dimensional, though, and I would love to go see that castle at one point. Mm. Yeah. Why not? Why, yeah. I mean, really, at this point, why not? I mean, look, people like, I know a lot of people, I've been doing this for four and a half years, and I've you know, exposed the Jesuits and, and everything, you know, all our social stuff, and 
start out like a diehard Bible-thumping Christian. And as I kept on going, I'm just like, well, man, there's just, there's there's so much more to this, this story than I've been told. It meets the eye and that I've been told. And the problem is I've been being guided by, it's the blind leading the blind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And out of good intentions, they want you, you know, to be this, that, and the other, and be successful in life uh, by their definitions. But if you pursue the truth, uh, uh, success becomes a completely different thing. And it's no longer about uh, what uh, your status among men. It's your status among uh, God mm-hmm. and his creation. And um, where are you going to be in the mix? And do I really want to, you know, in this dimension or the next life, do I want to be back the same old thing, just like hordes of people mindlessly walking around all over the place, waiting, trying to figure out who they can hump and where they can get their, you know, whatever they're looking yeah. for? Uh, or do I want to, um, do, do I want to have that, uh, an adventure like Star Wars, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, like, like I said, yeah. Why not? <laughs> so you know, um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's well, it's been good. Uh, I, obviously, Richard, you and I are going to have to do more than one interview because, oh, cool. Cool. I, yeah. you know, this 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 one was really more about you and I getting to know each other, mm-hmm. and, and we have this only the second time I ever talked. And you didn't really get a chance to really talk much about your experiences, but we'll go more into your experiences in part two if you're willing to do it. Yeah, it'd be fine. We'll do it next week, part two. Those are listeners. Can we make it not next week, the week after? I'm a little bit busy that week. That's all right? Uh, I don't care. I very feel like it. So. That's cool. Um, I'm not going to force it again. But tomorrow okay. we'll be inter- I will be interviewing or talking with... Uh, I really don't interview, do I? We just have conversations. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we'll be having a conversation with uh, Kat Hansen, and uh, i got to get a hold of MK, because uh, uh, last week uh, I, I had to cancel our show because of my MS relapse and see where we're at. If, if you remember, could you tell Kat that I'm sorry I didn't listen to her at first? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Because she told me to go to the north side, I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> what was it, why, why, what was what was I don't know about? What was it that you didn't like about it? Because you weren't you weren't familiar with the area? Was there something? About I weren't it? I weren't familiar with the area, but I think she meant well, probably her stammer. Maybe he was he meant to go right at the back of that side where the hill with the where the uh, forest was. Because you can see the part of the forest, but I didn't. I was just like, oh, that part of the forest. I don't know, but because I, I felt more comfortable. In that area, I was more familiar with the Ickenham Way area. So, when you interact with these things, do you like? Have you had a chance to like sit down with them and talk? No, not yet. I would like. They blow in my ear. They blow in my ear. I think it was them, but I would love to. Did they play in your ear? Blow. They blow in my ear. Yeah, I think it was them. What do you mean by play in your ear? I blow. I said blow. Oh, blow in your ear. Yeah. Well, why would they do that? I don't know. Just, <laughs> just for the side of it. You ask him, why are you doing that? What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I don't, I don't I know. Have, I, have, 
Go ahead. I have brief. Sorry, I have briefly seen Loving Nature. I saw the top of her head. It was definitely her. And I won't, I won't lie, it did freak me out at first. I don't want to say I was scared. It was just like it was overwhelming for me. Yeah. Well, what was it that that, that freaked you out and overwhelmed? What was it about it? I didn't know if it was a person. Actually, ironically, I was more concerned if it was just some stranger in the a hobo in the woods, or you know, than it would be an actual Sasquatch because I can, you know, I trust them. But you know, but it, when I, it, you know, it, it wasn't so much it was scary. It was more like it was overwhelming. I, I can sense what you're talking about. Yeah, so it, uh, it's, it's like you just—it's like going to a roller coaster, right? You just, oh, you know, do I, do I want to go up that? You know, do I want to experience that thrill? And then when you get used to it, you can have an expectation. Well, it's facing your uh, a primal fear. It's not, yeah, it's sort of, it, yeah. It's like you know, so it's like, and the uh, truly unknown, and. Um, you know, I, I, I sense it because I feel like it's it's going to be my opportunity soon to experience it as well. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't had you guys' experiences yet, but I've had the build-up to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, so. again, they're very, they're very subtle. They don't want to, because they, they pretty know it freaked me out if they did that. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, they're, they're so uh, majestically powerful and all that that, I mean, if they, it's like Kat says, you know, she's they've broken her bones and everything just playing yeah. around with them. So, <laughs> she you, know, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, Pat, you yeah, back. I, hey, hey, buddy, how's it going? And then you fly 20 feet in the air and, you know what like, I mean? <laughs> they're like, yeah, well, I told him, I said, look, guys, if you're going to approach me, don't just go boo because I'll, I'll have a heart attack, <laughs> you know? All right. Yeah, I said, don't do not do that. That will that that'll be the end of me. <laughs> Uh, what did they say? I didn't. They didn't say anything. But I think no. they were just sort of keep laughing. I was just I was picturing them doing their little like a monkey laugh or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, it's been fun. It's yeah. nice to to, to uh, have a conversation and get to know you, uh, Richard, a little better. And likewise, uh, I forgot all about that. It's been so long, Luton. I mean, I was, that's like almost thirty years ago when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that place and uh remember the people and um yeah we'll continue we'll talk more about your we'll get we'll get more detail about your experiences yeah with, absolutely um your forest people and their friends and to go from there so yeah. and I, I'll, I'll reach out to you in a couple of weeks and we'll waste yeah. time like we did now so and I'll I mean, put, it up, put this up later on today um on the YouTube channel so and don't yeah. forget, you guys send me a couple of things. I need you to send me a YouTube link. Mm-hmm. And what is the name of your YouTube again, channel? Again? Remo- removing the veil. It's removing? AI. Removing the veil. It's A I L. Okay. So send me a link of that uh, uh, via Facebook, and then also the uh, pictures that you want me to share, uh, as far as uh, the forest people and the friends that you have. So, and then. Um, okay. I'll put that on the internet or on the YouTube channel and and go from there. So, but I, I appreciate that Richard and uh, I appreciate you spending some time. Um, I can't, I, I just, I have, it's, it's a, it's it's a wild ride, isn't it? Yeah. And just, it's, it's, I guess the challenge is just to keep your, keep going forward and, and not to get all worked up and, 
about all the different opinions out there. Mm, you know what absolutely. I mean? Just go yeah. follow what what you're meant to follow, you know, and go from there. All right, man. What? I appreciate it. Don't forget once again to send me a link to your YouTube channel and mm-hmm. pictures. Okay. All oh, right. I promise. It's been a pleasure, mate. It's been a pleasure talking to you. All right. You Ted. You have a good night, will you? You too. Okay. Bye bye. 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 Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.